Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Have you tried peanut with your baby yet? So intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters are choking hazard for babies. So we can't do that, but we do need to get peanut protein into your baby early and often to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. So my favorite way to do peanut for baby lead weaning is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. Now, these are not those little starchy puffs that earlier eaters can't pick up, the ones you see at the grocery store in the container that oftentimes contain added sugar, sodium, and refined grains. No, the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs have no added sugar. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger, which is the perfect length for baby lead weaning. So I have students and parents always asking about like different puffs. I saw one today that a mom asked me about. It had three different allergens in it, which makes no sense because you can't observe for a reaction if your baby is trying three new allergenic foods at once. How do you know which of the ingredients is causing the reaction? The only potential allergenic ingredient in the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs is peanut. You can get 15% off of Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs if you use my affiliate discount code BABYLED. So head to puffworks.com and enter that code BABYLED, L-E-D, at checkout. And good luck to you guys trying peanut. Cases where families are high-risk eczema sufferers, their children, if you moisturize, starting from a very young age, twice a day or more, it's been shown to reduce that incidence rate by 50%. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. guys, welcome back. Today we're taking a little bit of a different turn and going to be talking about skincare. And you might be like, why are you talking about skincare on a baby feeding podcast? But hang tight because I'm going to tie it all together. Today I'm going to be joined by Kimberly Ho, who is the co-founder of the brand Ever Eden. So Ever Eden is a brand that makes safe, evidence-based skincare for babies and moms. And they have a really unique approach. They actually have this moms in medicine program where their medical directors are all dermatologists who are also moms who create all of the products, select the ingredients, et cetera. So I do have an episode coming out in a few weeks that's with one of the dermatologist moms, Dr. Rebecca Hartman. We're going to be talking about the emerging research that demonstrates there's a link between eczema management and food allergy risk. It's kind of a confusing area. And so Dr. Hartman is going to help us break that down, interpret that research. But today, this interview with Kimberly Ho is all about the origin of her business, how she came to found this business, why she left investment banking to make a safe skincare line. So I think you're all interested in what you put in your baby as far as food and liquid goes, but we're also equally as interested as what we put on our babies as far as skincare goes. So I know for one, I learned a ton in this interview from Kimberly Ho, not only about how she built the business, but also about how she's working with her team of moms in medicine to help revolutionize the way we think about the products that we put on our babies. So her brand, again, is called Ever Eden. I am an affiliate for the brand Ever Eden. 
We're going to be talking about some of the products. I personally use these on my own. Seven kids in my house actually started using the face lotion myself like all the time and now can't stop buying it for all of my friends. It's fabulous. But they also make a whole line of baby products, products for moms as well. If you guys want to check out some of the Ever Eden products, I have a code babyledween 15 So that's W-E-A-N and then the number one, five. That's good for 15% off. The code does change pretty frequently with Ever Eden. So if you're trying to purchase some Ever Eden products at the 15% discount and it doesn't work, check back to the show notes for this episode, blwpodcast.com forward slash 116. We'll always have the most current code there. And I hope you guys enjoy this interview with Kimberly Ho, the co-founder of Ever Eden. Well, hi, Kim. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Hi, Katie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So Kim, could you give us a little background? What is Ever Eden? What made you start this brand? And why did you decide to focus on women and babies? Yeah. So Ever Eden is a clean family skincare brand, creating products really for the entire family, starting from babies to kids and for moms also when you're pregnant to when you're postpartum and nursing. And you know, long after if you want to use Ever Eden products, we're there for you. And the idea for starting Ever Eden really came to me a few years ago when I was in finance. So I started my career as an investment banker on Wall Street, very different from what I do now. And then after a few years of that, I started investing. Um, I worked for an investment firm in New York City where I invested basically in a lot of skincare and beauty brands that you and I probably know, use and trust. And that was when I saw the behind the scenes of the skincare industry and Myself, you know, I grew up with very sensitive skin, a lot of skin issues, eczema, you name it. And I'm particularly attuned to what I put on my body. And when I worked in investing and saw what was going on behind the scenes with a lot of these so-called green, clean, natural skincare brands, I started to question what I was doing. Um, I saw, you know, the big billion dollar lawsuits that you and I hear about in the news, that's the tip of the iceberg. That's the stuff that gets published because it's, well, a billion dollar lawsuit. I saw a lot of stuff that honestly, Katie, just made me feel really uncomfortable, especially since I was a consumer of those clean products. And I, I decided to leave my you know nice paying job in Wall Street, start from scratch and learn how to create safer, better skincare products that actually delivered what they promised. And that was the genesis for Ever Eden. And I decided to focus on family skincare because that was also where I was seeing products and the industry ignoring the most. And it's really ironic because when we think about who the most important people are to us, it's our family. It's, you know, babies have the most fragile skin. They're the most precious member of the family. When you're pregnant as a woman, you know, you're in your most vulnerable, delicate state. And, you know, I just thought it was really ironic that products for our most precious family members were being ignored by the industry because that wasn't where growth and the money was going. And so money investment was going to beauty products, skincare products, but not family products. And I wanted to change that. Can I ask you when you were at the investment banking firm, because I know, I mean, my specialty is in food. Like you're one of the first skincare brands that I've worked with. And I am an affiliate for Ever Eden. It's a brand that I got turned on to. I actually did an Instagram live takeover Q&A with your audience because they had uh, said they were interested in baby led weaning. So I got introduced to Megan, who introduced you to you and Dr. Hartman, your mom's in medicine, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, but when I started using the products, I was like, oh my gosh, again, I know nothing about skincare, but you can just kind of sense and feel that they're different. 
as someone who's kind of like adjacent to the conversation, would you mind backing up and telling us like without obviously brand bashing of other brands, but what were the things that were concerning to you that you didn't like when you saw like the bigger brands that we're all familiar with either claiming to be all natural? I don't, I don't really know, but I would love to hear more about that since I'm not even aware of what's happening. Yeah. I mean, there are two things. The first thing was, you know, I mean, the stuff we read about in the news, um, quality control issues that result in really big lawsuits. And that's really down to process procedure. And I guess whether a brand cares about that quality or not. And so when we started Every Eden, you know, we we kind of went crazy in terms of the number of regulatory consultants and experts that we brought on from the quality management and production side. The second thing, though, that I want I want to talk about is this greenwashing, and I call it cleanwashing, that's happening in the industry. It's very confusing to a consumer, and I'm sure a lot of your moms, your listeners have the same problem. You know, just because a brand says they're 100% natural, 100% organic, or 95% natural. What does that even mean? Yeah. In food, it means nothing. We say natural means nothing. You can have the most quote unquote unnatural product out there and claim it's natural. And in this country, there's nothing to stop you from doing that. Totally. And I agree 100%. And we have the same problem in skincare. And so, you know, just to take that to an extreme, poison ivy is a natural ingredient, but it's certainly not safe. And so, I wanted to take a science-backed approach because I am that consumer um, who has that sensitive skin growing up. And so that led me to bring on these moms in medicine. So we have three dermatologist moms who make up our scientific board. We call them our moms in medicine. Um, they were really there with me from the inception. Our chief scientific officer, Dr. Joyce Tang, is also the head of Stanford's pediatric dermatology department. And so when we talk about, you know, ever eaten having the safest safety standards, it's really because we have women and moms who are at the top of their game from a dermatology perspective, but also, you know, as moms to help formulate every single one of our products. And they're using science and clinical data to back up how we choose ingredients. And, you know, certainly we use a lot of great plant-based ingredients that happen to be natural and organic when we can. But to us, just because it's natural or organic doesn't mean it's safe. We take a science-backed approach. Uh, we use a lot of really great and safe synthetic ingredients as well. And at the end of the day, we just rely on the research to tell us what is safe to put on your baby's skin and what is not. And I think that was what I saw in my investing job that was missing, that certainty of, you know, what is hearsay and what is fact and, you know, data back. And that's what I wanted to change about Ever Eden. My phone is bursting at the seams with photos of our kids. And over the years, I've tried all sorts of different ways to store and share them with family members. So for a while, I would just text out pictures to the grandparents. And then we tried a shared photo album. But some people were using Google Photos and others preferred Facebook Messenger for pictures. And the more kids we had, the messier it got. Then I stumbled across the Family Album app. The Family Album app was created to give parents a secure and easy way to share photos and videos with loved ones. It's a totally secure, personal haven for your family's memories. I love that there's no third-party ads, no unwanted eyes, and it's totally free. No more scrolling through endless feeds or searching folders to find the picture of the kid that you need right now. Another cool feature about the Family Album app is you can order eight free photo prints every month to be delivered to your home. Which, if you think about how quickly your baby is changing, it's really nice to have some tangible pictures to hold onto or share to document the last month of your baby's life. If you're looking to level up your photo sharing and organization game with a secure, one-stop, easy-to-use photo organization app, head over to the App Store, search Family Album, 
Download the Family Album app and start creating a legacy of love one photo at a time. And when I started researching your brand a little bit, because we get approached all the time for brands, especially if they're adjacent to feeding, I'm always very hesitant. And you're one of the first brands that I worked with outside of feeding because there is this emerging link between the relationship of managing eczema and food allergy risk. And I do a lot of work in food allergies. And after the episode with you comes out, we will, for Food Allergy Awareness Month, be interviewing Dr. Rebecca Hartman, who is one of your moms in medicine. She's a dermatologist affiliated with Harvard has a child that has eczema, then went on to have food allergies. And she's going to speak a lot about the actual research about that. In this series, we're just talking to the founding women of these different companies. And so I love to hear the background of how you founded the company. One thing I was interested in, though, was, okay, first of all, these are big names of the moms in medicine that you have working with you, who I'm sure are also very averse to working with brands and probably get approached in a lot of ways. So it's always like, wow, that's pretty amazing that you have the head of you know, pediatric dermatology at Stanford and doctors that are affiliated with Harvard who are also moms, but who are promoting the brand. And then when I was like, well, this brand's probably going to be crazy expensive. I was really surprised to see that the price point for the amount of science and research that I must imagine goes into this, like the price point is fairly reasonable. And was that something that was important to you as you were launching the brand to have it be accessible to, you know, it's, it's not a crazy expensive brand. It's pretty reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Our baby line averages um, at below $20. So it's anywhere from, you know, our baby lip balm is 8 and $9. And then, you know, most of our products are, as you say, pretty attainable. And there are other baby products on the market that are truly luxury, you know, $40, $50. And you know, how many people can afford that? And so when we created Ever Eden, this is something, you know, Dr. Joyce, our chief scientific officer, you know, she really wanted to put out products that were not just efficacious and safe, but that families could enjoy. And of course, you know, the research that goes behind it, the ingredients that we use are really expensive. We choose the best ones. So we're not as cheap as the cheapest brands out there, but we worked really hard on our supply chain and our unit economics to make it work. So we don't make as much profit as some brands. Uh, We make enough to sustain ourselves and, you know, grow the team and grow our business. But we care deeply about this being attainable for as many families as we can, while it also, of course, having that integrity of really high quality products. I think a lot of parents come into parenting not knowing a lot about skincare, like you might have known it for yourself as an adult. And when you have a child, like I have seven small children and my youngest two are twins and the boy, boy, girl twins, and the boy has really bad eczema, which I'd never had with six other kids. Like you think you know everything and then you're like, oh my gosh. And so it was kind of right around the time when I was working on a lot of food allergy stuff and was introduced to your brand, we started using your healing balm. So I don't know what's in it, but it truly is magical. And we actually use it as a diaper cream too. So it's like, I know you have a diaper cream as well, but what I liked about the products is that there's a lot of cross promotion. Like you can use the healing balm as a diaper cream. I mean, anything you can do to help protect the skin barrier is you're doing your baby great service for the skincare, but also potentially for food allergy risk, which is something I think parents are starting to hear more about and get interested in. They sometimes say, oh my gosh, well, if my kid has eczema and then has food allergies, it's my fault. No, no, that's not your fault. But there's no detriment to controlling skin problems in babies. And I think that's something I've learned, like the more children I've had, it's like, used to not be a priority. Oh, all babies have eczema, but wow, this one's really was a lot worse and I needed to do something. And that healing balm is so amazing. And you must hear it all the time because it's like, it's always out of stock. Whenever it comes back in, I always (laughs) tell my audience, like, hurry up, get it right now. This is like the best product out there. But I love that one. And then um, you're the nourishing the face cream. I, at first I was kind of like, oh my gosh, a face cream for a baby. This is kind of gimmicky. I'm sorry. I mean, no offense, but I was like, no, no, you see crazy stuff. And then I never feed my baby anything. I don't eat myself. I never put anything on my baby's body that didn't do myself. 
the face lotion is like now my absolute favorite face lotion. I will not use anything else. And I keep buying it for all of my friends because like if it's good enough to put on your baby's face, it's certainly good enough to put on your face. Those are definitely my two favorite products. So I was curious if you had a favorite product from Ever Eden, what the story is behind that. That's so funny you mentioned those two because those two are all probably my favorite. I, I would have to say the Nourishing Baby Face Cream is my number one product because it's one that everyone can use. My husband swipes it too. Um, and the story behind the, that product is interesting. So we know for a fact that baby skin is much thinner than adult skin, and that's why it's so sensitive and you need to take care of it. Um, chemicals seep in and they get allergies much more easily than an adult would. And facial skin, similarly, is also much more thin than your body's skin. And so your baby's facial skin is more prone to irritation and skin issues than even the skin on your baby's body. And adding on top of that, you have drool, you have the fact that facial skin is exposed to the environment more like in a non-COVID environment, like your baby is out and about, I guess, you know, you're taking your baby out on strolls and walks and your baby's skin is covered, but his face is exposed to wind, dust and all of that stuff. And it's more thin. That's really why we created a facial cream for babies, uh, but also for adults. Um, I use it too. That is specifically designed to provide more of a barrier protection and hydration than regular body cream. And it is, you know, very efficacious and it's more expensive. And so we have it in a format that, you know, um, sort of works for, for that application better. I think it's the best gift. I'd like it's $24. <laughs> I mean, it's totally affordable, but it lasts forever as well. I think I just, one I used for like almost four months, which, you know, if you use it every day, you think about it, it kind of works out to pennies a day. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so interesting that you talk about the relationship between skincare and allergies, including food allergies, because it's something our doctors talk about. And I know you spoke to Dr. Rebecca, you know, Dr. Joyce, our, our chief scientific officer, she's done a lot of research on that relationship as well. And she always says, you know, the best thing you can do for your baby early on is to moisturize. And there is data showing that if you moisturize and keep your baby's skin hydrated and do that maybe at least twice a day, in some studies that's been shown to reduce the incidence of eczema by 50%, even in cases where families are high-risk eczema sufferers. Their children, if you moisturize starting from a very young age, twice a day or more, it's been shown to reduce that incidence rate by 50%. And of course, now we have links from eczema to food allergies and other allergies. So I, I think, you know, it's simple. You think skincare is this vanity thing, but um, for baby skin where it is so fragile, it's not about vanity. It's not a nice to have. I think it's health. And I also think it can be really overwhelming. Like parents like, oh my gosh, I have to learn about how to feed my baby, how to breastfeed my baby, how to get it to sleep. How do I do the skincare stuff? Like, one thing I feel overwhelmed by is like you look at ingredient lists. I mean, I know how to read the heck out of a food label ingredient list. Like that's my job as a dietitian. I can teach you that. But I'm like, I also need to put these things on my baby's skin. I have no idea like what should and should not be in a product. And so much of it is marketing and so much of it is gimmicky. And it's like, I really appreciate a brand like yours where you're like kind of cut out all of the BS. Here are the experts in the field. Here's what they recommend. Here's the ingredients that we picked. Here's why. And here's what we don't have in our products. Um, and for me, I think it just kind of cuts to the chase of like, okay, these dermatologists who are moms who are very well educated about these topics, this is what they put in it. That's a brand I'm going to go with. Like it really does kind of make it a lot easier. So I know you guys have put a lot of time and intent and effort into choosing the team that you work with. But I think that's so important because 
we spend all this time, I think, picking out foods for our babies. It's just as important the stuff that we put on their skin. And it can be just as confusing. So I wanted to ask, are there things like that you've learned from being in this industry across the board that are good to look for to be in ingredients or not be in the products that we choose? Because I never know who to believe or trust. And I'm just always interested to hear you know, your expertise. Yeah, same here. That's why I started Ever Eat It, because I was so confused as a consumer. And that's also why we brought out these moms in medicine, because, you know, I come from a finance background and I love building a business and I, I care deeply about our mission. But at the same time, I'm not a skin expert. And that's why we have these three women who are moms and also skin experts. The first thing I look for is really parabens. And it you see it on a label. It's exactly that. It's methyl paraben or something paraben. I still see it in a lot of high-end women's skincare products. You go to a Sephora turn the ingredients, uh, the packaging around, you'll see it in a lot of expensive stuff, but it's not good for you. It's been shown uh, in certain studies to sh- cause hormonal disruption and other issues. Not all parabens are bad, but you know, if you're not able to mem- memorize all the parabens, then I would say as sort of, um, you know, just avoid in general. If you have very sensitive skin, certainly if you have eczema, and I think for young babies, try to avoid anything with synthetic fragrance, altogether because that's one of the number one things that cause allergies um, and issues. I know parents do like that lovely scent though when they're sniffing their baby. So if your baby is fine and doesn't have sensitive skin, that's totally okay. But that's another thing I tell people look at. I would say that some harsh preservatives can be quite irritating. There's something called phenoxyethanol and that's P-H-E-N-O-X-Y ethanol. And that's a preservative that has been known to cause skin irritation. It's quite common. We ban that from ever eaten products. So we use other safer, gentler preservatives instead and sulfates. So you'll see it on the packaging label as sodium laurel sulfate, SLS. That is a cleanser that you see in anything that suds and bubbles up. So if you shampoo or a conditioner or a body wash, it's very, very, very common. It's been shown to, again, cause issues in health. And I would just avoid that because we have a lot of really great cleansing ingredients nowadays that don't cause that sort of irritation. So easy one to avoid. Yeah. I didn't even know if parabens were good or bad. So I didn't know which direction you were going to go. I just took if There's too much to remember. Or it's like, it's like in nutrition, like butter's good one week and then it's bad the next week. It's like, I can't keep up with it. I like to think of it as job security as a dietitian, but um, no, I appreciate you breaking that down. That's super helpful. Okay. So Kim, coming from a background in investment banking and finance, I can imagine that the structure of your business looks very different from the environment that you came from. And I was curious if you could just share a little bit about how you put your team together. What do you guys value as far as hiring? You know, do you have women and that work for you? Is that important to you as a brand? Yes, that is very important to us as a brand. And so, of course, we have our moms in medicine who are behind the R&D and innovation of our, every single product in Ever Eden. But then we also have our leadership and executive team. And over, I would say, 90, 95% of our senior and executive team are made up of women, which I think is really powerful because what I saw in my investing uh, Wall Street days which looked very different. I was often the only woman in the team or in the room. What I saw was a lot of decisions were being made in corporate America around women's choices, the food they ate, the stuff they put in their bodies, the clothes they wore by 
older men sitting in ivory towers who never experienced the problems we've experienced. And I mean, you know, men were making decisions about women deodorants and like, you know, they've never even used a women's deodorant before. Same with baby food. Like when was the last time you actually fed a baby? Right, right. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And so, you know, with a read and I, I wanted to change that because, you know, one, I think women are incredibly talented and capable, but two, also like, you know, 71% of our customers are women and moms, and they are, as they should be, extremely attuned to their, what their babies want and what they want in, in their baby products, be it food, you know, clothing, skincare. And so when we put together this team, most of them are women and moms. And I think I'm really proud of that because I think the stuff we put out into the world, it's based on a place of really caring and a place of personal experience. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and works with your lifestyle as a parent or caregiver. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on the journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. And getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. And I think this is particularly true for parents. I know firsthand how you can feel torn between your old baby-free, carefree self and this new, very challenging role of parenting a small person. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding, as well as talking through, things that can help you know what you want or why you react the way you do. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month today. One thing I noticed right from starting to research your brand was just the diversity, the representation you feature in your product materials, women of different colors, different backgrounds, different ages parenting. I've, I would be considered to be an older mom. And I was like, wow, some of the moms look like me in their ads, which, you know, to me, I think is really important. And you can't ignore that in today's age. And so I did just want to say thank you for, you know, obviously doing such a great job incorporating so many different avenues of parenting, be it skin color, gender, age, et cetera. Um, I was curious from, you mentioned that you do have a variety of different women of color that you have employed. And I've noticed in your marketing materials, lots of different women of color. Are their skincare needs the same? And can these products be applicable across different racial groups, different ethnic skin types? Or is that something that you might branch out to in the future? Definitely. So the products we have right now are suitable for all skin types and, you know, in our research and development. So we do a lot of testing before we launch products um, with different consumer groups. And we make sure that there's representation to ensure that when we put out products, we've tested it on all types of skin types and it works. I think in the future, you know, who's to say, you know, if, if we ever go down the beauty route, you know, maybe with color cosmetics or like tinted moisturizers or tinted SPF, you know, all these things are exciting sort of things to us right now in, in discussion. And I think eventually if we do go down that route, it would be extremely important to make sure that we do have products that work for every sort of skin tone and color tone as well. But it's definitely something that we think a lot about, um, especially for me, you know, being a female CEO and a woman of color myself, you know, I, growing up, my needs as a female consumer, um, they were not always met in different ways. And so I think I'm just 
especially attuned to that more so in this day and age, but because, you know, I was that, that sort of consumer where, you know, I, I didn't see the representation I wanted or, you know, my needs were not always being met in the marketplace. And so I think it's really important for companies to start doing that. Can I ask you why you chose the name Ever Eden? Yeah, <laughs> it really is derived from this phrase of creating something that is every person's Eden. And so every person's Eden became every Eden. And it was actually my husband who's like this math guy, all about symmetry. He's like, oh, there's something non-symmetrical about every Eden. Cut the Y and it became ever Eden. So yeah, that's where it came from. So Kim, you took a totally different route in your career from where you began. And I was just curious for our audience who's listening, moms that sometimes have a good idea based out of a need. Like you said, you didn't see yourself represented in certain skincare products, or you would see kind of the seedy backside. If they're looking or, you know, individuals looking to make a career change or to dive all into a product that they believe in, do you have any advice, a successful female entrepreneur who has started this amazing brand? Yeah, I would say that the first thing, and I heard this from another female entrepreneur, it might've been the founder of Spanx. Yes, I think it was her, but she said, um, you know, protect your seedling idea like you would an infant because it's not ready to go out into the world yet and you know people can be negative and harsh and maybe it doesn't come from a place of meanness but not everyone's positive and you know risk-taking and so you go out with an idea that's half-baked in your mind and you're not convinced yourself and someone shoots it down there it goes and you'll never do it think about it ever again it could have been a perfectly good idea though and when I heard that from I think the Spanx founder, I, you know, I was very conscious about that too. I, I thought, oh, I shouldn't go out with my seedling idea. And so I nursed it in my head and I only told a few people I trusted, a few people I respected. And I thought would take my seedling idea for what it was, a seedling idea, half-baked and nurture it with care and delicacy and attention. And so that was my, my family and my husband. And they were very, very supportive. And then when I did go out with my idea, when it was more baked, I had a lot of people tell me it was a terrible idea. Uh, here are all the reasons they told me it was a terrible idea. One, they said the market was too big and competitive. They said, you know, the big baby brands, I'm like, name their names, you know, will crush you. They have more money, more resources than you. They'll just innovate better than you. And they just have more. That is true. But, you know, I think that there is always space for new innovation and, you know, brands and entrepreneurs who care more. The second thing they said was, you've never done skincare before. But I mean, look at all these entrepreneurs out there like Elon Musk. Has he ever sent a rocket to Mars or the moon before? No. Did he create cars before Tesla? No. But they don't tell the men that. They don't say, you've never sent a rocket to Mars. What are you doing? And, you know, I think the work we do at Ever Eden is incredibly important. But, you know, on the scale of difficulty, it's less difficult than sending a rocket to Mars. And so... I think that there is a lot of self-doubt in general, and I face it too myself, but they always question women more for some reason. And so to all, all your women listeners out there, I would say you're going to get naysayers, but I think take it with a grain of salt and just do the best planning you can. Go out to a few people where you respect their expertise or their careers or what they've done with their lives and ask them for their honest constructive feedback. Take the constructive, improve your plan, but just don't let the naysayers get to you. 
Well, Kim, thank you so much. This has been so informative. It's so nice to meet the people behind the brands that we're using in our everyday for our families and our babies. And if you could, in closing, just tell us where can our audience go to learn more about Ever Eden? Yeah, so they can go to our website. It is www.ever-eden.com or Instagram page. It's uh, Ever Eden brand on Instagram. And we're also on Amazon. You can look for us there at Ever Eden. All right. Well, thank you so much. It's been great talking to you. Thank you, Katie. Thanks so much for having me. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Kimberly Ho, the co-founder of Ever Eden. I'm always so in awe of women, anyone in general who leaves one career path. Like she was an investment banker in New York City and like did an about face and started a baby and mom clean skincare line. So, so fascinating. And I do like to bring the stories of the people behind the brand's that we're using for our babies and that we recommend and that we know work. Like I love her whole moms in medicine approach that she's got the dermatologist moms who are also helping to select the ingredients. I will be interviewing Dr. Rebecca Hartman from her moms in medicine team. She's a dermatologist and a mom. She's gonna be talking about the link between eczema management and food allergy risk in a future episode. That'll be coming up in a few weeks. But in the meantime, if you want to check out some of the Ever Eden products, they're fabulous. I know I have seven small kids and I mentioned my youngest, our twins, Gussie, he's my boy of my boy, girl twins, has terrible eczema. It was kind of right around the time that it was getting bad when I was introduced to Ever Eden. We've been using their healing skin balm. Their moisturizing lotion is amazing. And then also their baby nourishing skin cream for the face. Like I use that as an adult. It is fabulous. So if you want to check out any of their products, I do have a code at the time of the recording. The code is babyledween15. So that's W-E-A-N and the number one, the number five, but the code for Ever Eden does change pretty frequently. They don't do a lot of discount codes, so they're really on top of making sure that the codes are current. I am an affiliate for them. If that code, Baby Led Wean 15, does not work for you for 15% off, go check the show notes for this particular episode. That's blwpodcast.com forward slash 116, and I'll have whatever the current code is so you can get 15% off at ever-eden.com. So thanks so much for listening to this interview with Kimberly Ho, the co-founder of Ever Eden. Bye now. Like a lot of moms out there, I will totally admit I am quite type A. I am a total task master. And one of my weekly work tasks is to review the feedback forms that are new students in my program, which is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro, that they leave for us. So basically, this form asks a lot of questions about you and your baby and your baby's feeding and medical history, any concerns that you might have or fears about starting solid foods. And all of this data helps me when I'm answering parent questions inside of our weekly live office hours so I can then tailor my response to your particular baby and situation, right? Because it's not a one-size-fits-all approach when it comes to what your baby's eating, right? Because maybe your baby has an egg allergy or another mom in the program. She might really be struggling with how to make meat safe because she doesn't like to cook. So this week on the forum, there's a new mom named Janine, and she wrote, and this is her quote, I researched a lot on the internet, and I have a lot of books. I saw a lot of other baby-led weaning programs, but in the end, this is the one that I realized is what I'm really looking for as a new mom. I love that Katie's program has a community and that there are videos for everything you need to know and how to make the foods. And what I love the most is that there's already a meal plan ready. And this just like stopped my heart because this is exactly why I created the Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro program. I wanted to literally put everything that you need to know about starting solid food safely in one place with a super easy to follow 20 full weeks 
meal plan. Okay, there's 20 weeks because it's five foods a week. I want your baby to get to those 100 new foods before they turn one. Because I also know you have a lot going on as a new mom and hunting and pecking all over the internet to try to figure out what am I going to feed this baby? That is not the solution. So if you want to check out the Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro program, I would be honored to work with you and your baby, you can head to babyledweaning.co to get started. And hopefully I'll be reading your feedback soon too.